This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Jake Meyer. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast on a Taco Tuesday here in the Mile High City. I'm Jake Meyer. No Danny Williams today. I'm flying solo. Danny, we miss you, but there's still a lot to talk about here in Broncos country and on this Broncos Blitz podcast. Um, Von, obviously, Von Miller traded to the LA Rams yesterday, sent shockwaves through the Denver media scene and sports radio uh, throughout the metro area, and we still haven't recovered from the fallout of this topic, and Von Miller, very emotional in an interview um, yesterday. I remember yesterday, Danny was talking about how Vaughn seemed to want out, but it really seems like Vaughn wanted to be a lifetime Bronco, and he didn't want to leave. With that being said, I'm I'm glad they're giving him another opportunity to shine, go to a Super Bowl contender, and have a chance to win another ring, solidify his legacy as one of the best players, the best defensive players in the history of the game. And he's joining uh, an all-time great defense, potentially, with you know the best uh, pass rusher in the league already and Aaron Donald and, and one of the best corners in the league with Jalen Ramsey. So I'm glad for Vaughn, and it's a new era for the Denver Broncos. It's, it's time to move on from the Vaughn Miller era. And we talked a little bit about it yesterday, but I never got a definitive answer from, from Danny, who is the face of of the Denver Broncos franchise now because Vaughn has been the the face essentially since he's been drafted. Um, you know, s- since 2011-2012, with that second overall pick, Vaughn Miller has been the face of the Denver Broncos. You know, the the lighthearted, funny guy. You know, he's, he's never really had that leadership role, but he leads by example. Vaughn Miller was a guy who, um, you know, his his play spoke for himself and and his performances were second to none for the for the longest time and you know as as his career progressed and as the Denver Broncos got worse and worse you know Von Miller's performances weren't what they once were but that's because he was playing on a terrible team like the Denver Broncos uh for the past 5 6 years you know it it's hard to keep that success when the rest of the team around you isn't as good um, but now Vaughn can go have that success you know revitalize his career somewhere else so um, good for Vaughn but now who is the face of this franchise it's got to be to me Justin Simmons as much as as much flack as he's been catching lately for his his bad play and, and getting burnt left and right so far this season He's still the face of this franchise. He is working wonders in the community. You know, he he's one of the highest paid safeties in the league. And, you know, I think he's a fan favorite. You know, Justin Simmons, you know, he, he had uh, two interceptions in Sunday's game. So, to me, that was the start of the Justin Simmons era here in Denver as the face of the franchise. And I know it's probably not the best that uh, safety is your face of your franchise, but as of right now, to me, that's how it is. There's nobody else. It's not Cortland Sutton. It's not Jerry Judy. It's not Garrett Bowles. Um, it's for damn sure not the coaching staff. So 
It's got to be Justin Simmons. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater is um, hes a Band-Aid. He's not going to be your long-term answer at quarterback. I know he's only 28 years old, and he's playing decent this year, you know, 13 to 5, but he's and he's got a couple fumbles in there, but he's not your face of your franchise, and Teddy has never been that anywhere he's gone. Even when he was with the Vikings, he still wasn't the face of the franchise. So it can't be Teddy, and it can't be any of the other guys on the offense. To me, Justin Simmons is your new face of the franchise. Is that a good thing? No, that's yet to come. Um, Does he live up to the contract? Does he live up to that status? That is yet to be seen. Justin Simmons is locked up for a while now. He's got that long-term deal, and now he's got to be the leader of this team, the leader of the defense, especially now that Vaughn's gone, and... He's got to galvanize this team for the rest of the season because obviously the front office, after trading Von Miller away, I'm not saying they've given up on the season, but what does that say about your franchise when you trade away the corner piece, the the face of the franchise, and now you trade him away at when you've got a 500 record? That is not a boat of confidence in this team. That's not a boat of confidence in this coaching staff, and it's not a boat of confidence in Teddy Bridgewater or anybody on this team. To me, they have entered rebuild mode after, you know, obviously trading away Von Miller. That that tells me that they fully committed into a rebuild. Um, they're not trying to recapture any of their past greatness with Von Miller. So they're ready to turn the page. They're ready to, you know, finally get this ownership debacle behind them you know we haven't really had a an opportunity to even look back at this Washington football team game because of this Von Miller stuff and and I'll get to that in the second half of the podcast but the the Broncos are ready to turn the page after um, what has seemed like an eternity of of bad play they're half a decade removed you know almost you know, five to six years removed from their last Super Bowl. Brandon McManus is the only player left from that Super Bowl winning team. And they've got a new general manager. I'm pretty sure Vic Fangio is not going to last um, to next season. He's probably going to get fired. The The whole coaching staff is going to be um, switched next year, ideally, because they haven't shown me anything. So... This is absolutely a rebuild time for the Denver Broncos. The Broncos have become something that they haven't been in a long time, and that's a bad team. And they have that mantra about them now. There's that uh, if if you're doing it for an extended period of time, it starts to become the norm. And the Broncos, before, you know, they were solidified as one of the better organizations within the NFL. And, you know, after this you know, slide that they've been on for the past five, six years since Paid Manning's left, they have their new normal has become mediocre to bad football. And the fans are tired of it. And this is this this trade just marks the start of the rebuild. You know, and it's not a reboot, it's a rebuild. Sorry, Vance. Uh, I understand that you were trying to, you know, <laughs> you know, reboot the system and try to recapture something that they've had in that 2015-2016 season. But 
you never did, and the Broncos never did after Vance was fired, and they've just been scrambling. We'll call that halftime. Halfway point of the podcast. Thank you for listening. Once again, I'm Jake Meyer. You can find me on Twitter at Jake Meyer Radio. Um, be sure to check out the radio show Danny and I do every day, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. here in the Mile High City, 98.1 FM for those listening in town. MileHighSports.com for anybody listening online. Uh, and check out the app. Mile High Sports app is pristine. It is clean. And you can't, if you're a Denver sports fan, you can't go any longer without this app. Great articles, great podcasts, uh, great radio shows. You can live stream the show as well. You can watch us at milehighsports.com. And you can find this podcast anywhere you find podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, um, you know, you could find us anywhere. And if you don't want to listen, you know, that's on you uh, because you could find us anywhere. And we're, we're building this thing up. Me and Danny are trying to, trying to make this podcast something big. So um, be sure to check us out, review, rate and review. We really appreciate it. Um, And this gives me an opportunity to thank our sponsor, our partner in the podcast, DraftKings NFL fans. Are you hungry for a big win this week? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Same-game parlays are one of my favorite bets to do uh, a little bit of money can turn into a lot of money with those same game parlays. Um, combine multiple bets from those same games uh, for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want, and it's quick payouts. It's not, uh, you know, I don't have to wait a week for my money. It's it's within, you know, hours uh, from when I withdraw, I, I get my money quick, and that's all because of DraftKings. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHS. That's promo code MHS. Just bet $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code MHS this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And for the rest of this podcast, we're going to break down a little bit of that Washington football team uh, game on Sunday. You know, the Broncos got the win, but it was ugly. You know, it didn't really feel like a win, um, especially the last 40 seconds of the game. We'll, we'll get to that a little bit later. But, um, you know, Teddy, Teddy looked decent. That dropped interception probably saved the day uh, earlier in the first half. Uh, that was that could have been ugly. That could have been uh, setting up the, the Washington football team for success. But, you know, luckily for Teddy and luckily for the Broncos, it was a dropped interception. Um, you know, there wasn't a lot to be, you know, happy about. Um, it was mediocre play from the running backs. And I, I don't really put that on the backs. I put that on Pat Shermer. 
You know, I think Melvin Gordon had 10 carries and Javante had nine. So once again, the running backs not getting their fair share of carries and the coaching staff once again to blame. So 21 total carries, uh, including one run by Teddy Bridgewater and one run by Jerry Judy uh, that resulted in no yards. Um, But even off on the on the passing game, you know, Teddy was pedestrian, 213 yards, one touchdown, you know, a good quarterback rating. Um, but at the end of the day, it was it was a, a close game, 17 to 10 victory. You know, it was more of a defensive game than I thought it would be. I thought there'd be a little bit more scoring just because, you know, these these teams had some of the most overrated defenses coming into the into the season. And they have, haven't lived up to their expectations. So I thought the same thing was going to happen and they were going to give up a lot of points. But uh, it seems like neither offense outplayed the defense uh, of, the, of, their counterpe- of their counterpart. And the last 40 seconds of the game, it was a debacle. It was embarrassing. What is this coaching staff doing? When Justin Simmons intercepts that ball... You think the game's over. I mean, obviously the football team had three timeouts, but all you had to do was get a first down um, to finish this game. And why they didn't just run the football up the middle or even just kneel, kneel the ball down three times to waste some time and then punt it deep, make them march the distance of the field to try to win the game, but no, the f- first down play, you run the ball, nothing, nothing doing. And then when you have Teddy Bridgewater, you know, rolling out and you, you run a passing play, Pat Shermer, Vic Fangio, what in the hell are you doing? You do not throw the ball in that situation. That is basic coaching knowledge. I mean, what, how are you an NFL head coach? At, at this point, Vic Fangio has had so many faux pas and so many bad coaching decisions. I am shocked that he still has a job in the NFL as a head coach. Sure, he might be a great defensive coordinator, but these clock management decisions, the, the decision there to pass the ball, um, throwing everybody under the bus, taking no accountability – it is beyond me, but that's that's a, for a topic of another conversation. For now, um, they got the win after, you know, even though Melvin Gordon fumbled that ball and gave Washington an opportunity to punch in that touchdown, tie up the ball game, or even win it. You know, go for two in that situation. You, know, you play to win the game. I know Ron Rivera likes to roll the dice, um, but that's, you know, that's just a hypothetical situation. Obviously, the Broncos got the win, um, but it was ugly. Four and four. The future of this team is in jeopardy. We don't know how they're going to look against the Cowboys this week. You know, Dak Prescott still might not play. Uh, that that calf injury is, is a little bit lingering. And, you know, even despite Dak being out, the Broncos going into Dallas, playing against Cooper Rush and Dem Boys. It's not going to be an easy task. You know, Dallas is looking good. They're looking like one of the upper echelon teams in the NFL. And we all know that the Broncos can be bad teams. 
And even when Baker Mayfield was out against the Browns, they still couldn't beat a good team, a good collective team. Even though their quarterback was out, um, they they still are a good team. And then the same could be said about the Dallas Cowboys. They have a really damn good team around Dak Prescott. You know, finally they have the defense to you know support the the firepower of that offense, but. The Broncos are lost right now. They're looking for a leader. They're looking for a spark. Maybe Jerry Judy has a breakout game against Dallas. Who knows? My confidence is not very high that the Broncos are going to go into Dallas and give the Cowboys a run for their money. If Dak plays, it's going to be a a slaughtering. If Dak doesn't play and it's Cooper Rush, it might be a close game. (laughs) But... uh, Going back to Von Miller really quick before we finish this podcast off, um, you know, Danny said it, there was a little bit of a parallel between Arnado, you know, the Colorado Rockies third baseman, one of the best players in franchise history, and Von Miller. Um, there was a little bit of, you know, wasting of talent going on. And the fact that, you know, they had to pay some of that salary for Arnado and for Von Miller, you know, they're almost parallel, just not not nearly as much money. Um, and there was a little bit of a falling out. You know, Danny spoke about that on the podcast yesterday. And, you know, Von Miller going to a, a former St. Louis team, you know, if if the Rams were still in St. Louis, you know, both of the, the Denver's sports scenes, best players, respective best players in their sport – you know, football and basketball goes to St. Louis, but you know the Rams are in LA now. Um, but there's there's a lot of parallels in these two situations, so um, it'll be interesting to see what um, what happens in the, in the future with Arenado and with Von Miller. The Rams are going all in, and we'll see if Von Miller is what they need to you know get them to that Super Bowl because they already had a great team and were a lot of people's Super Bowl favorites. But that is the end of the Broncos Blitz podcast. Remember, you can listen anywhere you find podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and you can always go to MyLifeSports.com or the MyLifeSports app. Uh, big shout out to DraftKings, our sponsor and our partner in the podcast. Big shout out to Danny Williams, usually my co-host on the podcast. And big shout out to the listeners. We really appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night, Sheila.